Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bridging Impact Podcast, the podcast that is passing wisdom to the next generation of athletes, coaches, and parents to transform leaders on and off the court. And today is Coach's Corner, and I'm Coach Furtado. Nice to meet you all. If you are new here, if you have been here, great to see you again. Great to be in your ears again. I appreciate you all. Today, we're talking about celebrating what does celebrating mean to you? And so I can talk a little bit about what has been going on in my life. So last weekend, I got the opportunity to celebrate my girlfriend graduating and getting her master's degree at University of Southern California, USC. And also it was Mother's Day, had a nice little Mother's Day brunch, even though it was a day before. And this weekend, I have my sister's graduation in Washington, D.C., so a lot of good going on. And so it gave me, kind of prompted me to think about, you know, for newsletter and Coach's Corner, what am I going to talk about? Well, I want to talk about celebrations as a teaching and coaching tactic to help your players, all right, become better athletes. So why do you think celebration is important for athletes like learning a new skill or a new behavior? There are probably numerous answers, right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you I have the only answer. I'm just going to share what ha- what works for me and what has worked for me in the past. And so with celebrating, a lot of times we often think about, you know, graduation and, you know, these big milestones. And that's when we should celebrate. But I want to give you a quote. What gets celebrated gets repeated. And I think there's, you know, a couple of other saying and variations of that, you know, quote. But with that, a lot of people, especially this generation of athletes, and I would even argue even myself, right? Like that Generation Z, um, those that, you know, kind of grew up with the internet and social media. And, you know, I would argue that even, you know, to this day, a lot of, you know, people are becoming more accustomed to wanting external validation. And even before social media, we all wanted external validation. And whether you say you want to or not, um, whether you want to tell the truth. So, but, you know, I'm not saying, and this isn't an episode saying like, this is the only way to improve or only way to learn a skill. It's it's just, a, it's a kind of focusing on, I guess, the positive, because it's still important to focus on, you know, like if you're not doing a skill correctly, I'm not going to tell you, hey, you're doing it correct. That's that's wrong. That's not what I'm saying today. What I'm saying is if you want a skill or a behavior to be repeated, you need to celebrate it. And celebrating doesn't mean you have to go take the team out to pizza dinner because someone learned how to shoot, you know, with correct form or someone they learned how to run the offense correctly. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Celebrations have to be, you know, somewhat authentic to you. Right. So for me, you know, a big thing is I'm a high five guy. Right. Like, you know, and when you celebrate that behavior, said skill, it needs to be specific. Let's go, let's dive into some details here. So I have two different examples. I have like a behavior example, and I also have a skill example. So we'll talk about the behavior first. And I coach, you know, 10 and under, so some younger kids. And I think a lot of the times, the biggest thing that I see, well, whether it's my teams that I'm coaching or kids that I'm training is they want, they obviously want to, they want the ball and they want to shoot right? It's about them. Everything's about them. I don't remember the exact age when you start to think about, you know, people around you other than yourself. But you know, at a young age, it's it's really hard. You want to get the ball, you want to dribble, you want to shoot, right? And so as a coach, right, that's some of the things that I am challenged with, especially because that's, you know, some of the that's part of the episode that I talked about last week. Um, 
was I talked about, you know, team and role playing. So let's, let's say that I want to teach the behavior of becoming a better team player to my youth basketball uh, team who really just wants to get the ball and shoot. So how can I do that? Right. When I am drilling practice, what do I want to celebrate? Do I want to celebrate? Let's say they made three or four great passes passes and player D, you know, cause that's the fourth pass. We'll say player D shoots. All right. And player D makes it. Yeah. Great job player D. No, if that's, if that's, I want to talk about shot selection or something like that, maybe that's a different behavior. But what I want to do is I want to celebrate player A, B, and C for making a great pass before to lead to that shot. Hey, player A, B, and C, right? You all created that. You all made that happen because you made great passes and you were being a great team player. And hey, that's a nice high five you gave at the end, you know, when player D made it like so celebrating that just saying that you've seen it right because that's what they want they want things and it has to be specific right nice job abc okay nice job for what right and when we're teaching we want them to you know be able to learn that skill so that's really important uh also talk about a skill so let's talk about shooting form right i'm a shooting coach and one of the things that i you know want to see it, it, the biggest actually thing that I see a problem with youth basketball and honestly could be even go up to high school basketball. I'm sure if you're playing college basketball, hopefully your shots not broken, but players will. And, and here's the thing. Like I believe in freedom of shot. Like not everyone's if, if you're watching on YouTube should like be perfect tucked elbow. And like that, that's no, that's not, giving freedom for shooters right if you get look at larry bird if you look at halliburton if you go and look at other great shooters ray allen steph curry kind of has the push shot right everyone has a different form but they are different formula there's different pieces that every great shooter has and so when i teach that right that's what i want to see repeated so you cannot and i'm going to give an acronym that i'm learning right now nato not attached to outcome when we're teaching, we want to celebrate. We don't want to celebrate the outcome when we're teaching form because so many kids, they can make shots, right? We got beat by a team uh, a few weekends ago who they just shot the three and they shot the ball really well. Well, guess what? None of them shot with good form. They all jack it up from their hip. It looks terrible. It's going to be hard to fix once they get older. That's, the, that's you know, good job, coach. You won, you know, your 10-year-old league because, you know, you, you just taught your kids just to jack up shots and they made a few like congratulations. No, you want to make sure that you are learning the correct way to shoot and it may take time, right? It's the same thing, you know, like I was reading the other day in mindset by Carol Dweck, right? If you want to pump your stock up, right? You can, you know, do some short term things, you know, that can make you feel good and you can get results right away. But instead, right, we need to focus on celebrating what's going to help us be successful in the long run. Right. So with shooting form, let's say I want to have them that strong base. I want them to use their lift from their hip and I want them to follow through. So every time they do all three of those, whether they make or miss, I celebrate that. That is how you make sure that they have great shooting form. All right. There's, of course, there's some little bit of things that and your coaching philosophy around shooting may be different than my own. Right. But celebrating the process. Right. Celebrating the habits that are going to get to the results eventually, right? Like that's the biggest thing I see, especially, and, and it's the biggest reason that I don't think club basketball is the best for 
you know, anyone, elementary age, let's say elementary age, I do think starting to get into middle school, club basketball is probably the right time. But I think 10 years old is too young because we play to win, right? Like I've been at, you know, I've talked about development before and I want to talk about celebrating, right? The skills that will help them then be successful in middle school and high school. And yes, there are some things like, right? Like being strong with the ball that, you know, are themes kind of running through that I see in club basketball at a younger age that are important as they age out. But you have to have the foundations first. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm about. I think it's one of the reasons I still can play and play at a pretty high level when it comes to pickup, right? I'm not going and playing professionally, but having the fundamentals and the fundamentals really help you stand out. And as a coach, as a high school coach, and I know I, I work, I talk with a lot of other high school coaches, they want kids that know the fundamentals. And a lot of fundamentals are getting skipped in current basketball because we're not celebrating the process. We're not celebrating the behavior, the skill, doing it correctly. We are celebrating the outcome, right? Because when you're at a young age, you can get away with being a great athlete, maybe and just going straight to the hole and not having a great finish. But when you come, when it comes to high school varsity basketball, there are great coaches who know how to put in defenses to stop certain things and bad habits, they, they die hard, right? They really do. And so making sure that we celebrate habits that are doing the right way, that's what gets repeated. And that's how we build a strong foundation. So thank you all for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think. What are some ways that you feel like you can start celebrating your athletes, whether you're a parent or a coach, or maybe you're an athlete, you know, what, what other ways can you um, encourage that for your teammates? So Really appreciate you all listening. If you got something from this, you think a parent or a coach would get a lot out of this, um, we really appreciate if you could share that you know, um, with them. Next week, next Wednesday, there won't be an interview episode. I will be on vacation in Niagara Falls with my family, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, as far as Coach's Corner and Newsletter go next week, stay tuned for that. I'm not sure if I will get to it or not. I might. I may. So I appreciate you all for listening um, and, and any feedback, any conversation, right? Like this is why I do it. And it's been a lot of fun to watch it grow. We got to 10,000 subscribers on, or not subscribers, 10,000 follows on Instagram. We just got to 2,000 listens for the podcast. So I really, you know, I, I genuinely do appreciate, it. you know, you take time, 10 minutes, you know, for the interview episodes, 45 minutes to an hour out of your day. To listen it, it means a lot to me i hope you all are getting a lot of value out of it because i'm really loving the journey i'm appreciating it and it's helping me become a better coach teacher mentor leader and with that have a wonderful day evening weekend whenever you listen to this coach Furtado out